0: The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling?
2: <laughs> Hello again guys and welcome to another episode of the Brocast Podcast. My name is Thomas and joining me as always, he's my bro and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan.
3: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Brocast. It is me, it is he, it is I, it is Alan of the Brocast. Tom, how are you?
2: I'm just, <laughs> I just feel for the audio people who didn't see what happened just yes. as we hit Welcome. Alan flipped me off when the Riverside app went from 5 down to 1. So, no, I'm good, bro. How are you?
3: I'm good, thank you very much for asking. I just pulled a finger out of... Uh, pulled my finger out. I pulled a, a scene out of my head from the Groundhog Day movie um, where they find out they've got to have another... I think it was another three weeks of winter. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go back to Phil and he goes, all right, we're back in 3, 2, 1. And he flips the camera off and they go from Punk's attorney Phil here, and then he starts yakking about her. They've got three more weeks of winter, and everyone's all pissy and upset. So, Tom, how are you? Well, funny note about Grand Dog Day, it's actually
2: one of my favourite films, and I've read so many, what, extended parts of the story that the film didn't do. Like, there's actually, it wasn't meant to just simply be, he wakes up one day and it's simply repeating. It's actually, there was a theory that he was actually cursed by an ex-girlfriend. And that's curse. why he keeps repeating it, yeah. Okay. And he has to find the girl to somehow reverse the curse. Because again, the film never explains why is it repeating. Where in this okay. one that's how they actually did it. So yeah, there's there's a tons of different theories and even um a lot of the backlash I think that even the townspeople had when they were doing the movie, yeah, there there's something about your yeah, negative feedback that the community also raised as well.
3: Oh, okay. No, and all I know is that it's. I think it's in a couple of months, or even maybe next year. We are actually getting a stage play, wow. an actual musical of Groundhog Day is going to be uh, happening down here in Melbourne, mm, and uh, I'm interested in that because I think it might be at the comedy um, at the comedy hall, oh, yeah. which would be interesting to to go and see. Yeah, so it sounds interesting.
2: Mm. Well, in terms of uh, what's going well for me too, guys, my tooth is completely healed. It was, uh, ah, yes. what, uh, Thursday of last week that I went down for a surgery that took me well, a couple of hours, actually, and uh, this time of the night, I was just sitting on the couch, just throbbing. My cheek was totally throbbing, couldn't eat, couldn't drink. We did our most... What are you doing? What?
3: And this time of the night, guys, I was throbbing yeah. in my mouth. Yeah. Well interesting verbiage when you're using when you're podcasting bro I don't
2: I don't see it what do you mean
3: of course you of course you don't see it it's you
2: <laughs> no but no everything's going well if I can talk properly uh, even though I've actually heard that our feedback on the TBK drive along too was actually really positive so was people it? actually like that so maybe really? that could be something we could do more of so I might come pick you up and we'll do a drive tomorrow morning or night or what do you want to do
3: to be honest with you Mm. And uh, you, you sound fantastic on the show. I went back and listened to about 15 minutes of it, and I wanted to take a drill to my head. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just something me personally. I just was like, I don't like this show. I'm going to stop now. Wow. Nothing against you. I think you did fantastic. You've done some wonders what you've done. But I go back and listen to moi, monsieur, my, me, and just like, Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, you fuck. <laughs> Shut your fucking face. Just be quiet. Be quiet. Shush. No talking from you. So Well, the, the main... only,
2: only feedback I would give is that after we come back from seeing the movie, we did have a technical glitch. And I realized what it was, playing it back. It mm. was, remember how I said my charger unit in the car that the phone was sitting on sometimes charges and doesn't charge? It, yes. It was surging through the show. Ah, So there'll be times where on the playback it would go silent for about a second and then we would Mm -hmm. speak. And that was my phone saying, do you want to charge or you do not want to charge? Mm
0: -hmm, Where in mm -hmm. the
2: first 20 minutes it was fine because it wasn't plugged in, but on the way home that's what caused it. But I liked it. I like the drive-alongs. Is it just that episode or are you talking generally you don't like the drive-along?
3: Well... (sighs) Each time we've actually done one, because just trying to recall on uh, doing podcasts in a car, I mean, it takes us back to the very first one, which was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, The second one, like I said, last uh, was a drunken episode. I start off fresh, um, but then by the end of that show, it just turns to absolute dog shit. Um, And then the one after we did when we went into the city together to a comedy show, like we spoke in the last episode, one, that was one that was a bit of fun. Mm. I just personally found this episode of myself, um, I just found myself waffling.
0: Mm. And
3: I just wanted to take a break to to, to myself. Just like, mate, shut the fuck up. Just, <laughs> you, you're doing a lot of this. Shh. Just, yeah. Your mm. mouth is moving like a rat. Shut it,
2: please. You go and write a comment on YouTube, you know, shut the fuck up. Oh, I'm tempted. It's like, it's you though. You're writing writing it to yourself.
3: Just writing to myself saying how much I suck, you know? Yeah.
2: Well, it's pretty funny that this is actually only the first month of this year and listeners, you were getting your third broadcast episode. I know. uh, Don't get used to this, guys. No. I know. This is like old days. You might get one next, I don't know, next month. I don't know. We'll see how we go. You might
3: even get nothing. No, we'll get there. We'll, we'll figure yeah. it out. We'll find it, something. Thomas still has his addiction. He can't help it. This is still a, uh, what is this, an eight-year podcast that we've been doing together, mm-hmm. and this is still an addiction to you. This is still your baby. You still, what you know, you still at it. Mm. You still like it.
2: And I've changed a lot, too. When I look back at it, I'm, like the, I'm looking older in the face, and I'm getting the greys in the mustache, and the greys in the beard yep. now, so. Yeah.
3: And I'm still uh, looking as vibrant as ever.
2: We're having a bit of a chat off the mic, guys, about how Alan looks like he's been having a tan, like he's just come back from a holiday, and I look like I've been sitting in a basement for a few weeks, just sitting there fermenting. You do
3: sleep. You do sleep in a basement. You've even got the uh, the shine, the shino yeah. ballo thing Over going here, on just, top of your head there.
2: Just there. Is it? Yeah. Because where's your light? Your light's just in front of you. Hey.
3: Right in front of me, right there.
2: You see, my light is down the road. Down the road and then up. Yeah. So, yeah,
3: Up and yeah. I mean, I could turn the light off, but I don't want to turn the lamp, my light off, because, you know, it's just like... Hey. There's that Seinfeld episode where um Jerry st- starts dating the Two-Face woman. Oh, that's right, yeah. Where in certain yeah. type of lights, that she looks... Absolutely gorgeous, and then she, when she's out of the lights or out of a certain type of light, she's got bags on her eyes. She just looks like a completely different woman. So, yeah, that's me. That
2: was the one when Kramer gets a bus, I think, or something, isn't it? Is that that one? Or what was the episode? No, no, no,
3: no. That's when Kramer goes back to um to work at the um oh
2: oh yeah, that's right. He gets a job, yeah, doesn't
3: he? Yeah, he goes back and works at the bakery.
2: Yeah, and he drops his gum or something into and, a piece of dough. And, yeah.
3: yeah but um and then turns off the steam and steams everybody out mm. and then the, the two-faced woman in Elaine get um uh, they almost look the same because Elaine's mm. face is just, like all her hair and makeup is just drowned off and her hair is just you know strained so mm. yeah, obscure good. thing to talk about on a podcast about Seinfeld
2: dude I still think it's one of the greatest shows of all time
3: still I still watch it. Like,
2: I actually have them on VHS. Mm -hmm. I have them on DVD and I have them on Mm -hmm. streaming. I love it. It's whenever I just want a quick 20 minute show to watch, I'll just choose any season. You know, the Soup Nazi or something like that and just go, yep, Yep. every single time. It's still funny after all these years. So,
3: hands down, one of the greatest shows that was ever put on this planet. Mm. You know, and so, and it went for so long and ended perfectly. You know, it didn't have to end with a big bang, it just ended with four of them going to jail. Hmm. And then I think they did a, no, I don't think they did. They brought the cast back for, on the Larry David show, on Curb Your Enthusiasm. And that was fantastic. And then Michael Richardson got on stage and dropped the N-word a couple of times and Hmm. turned his life to shit.
2: But I do like that they never tried to like redo it like there's some shows that like Will and Grace and stuff that came back like they knew it was the end like Big Bang Theory is probably the same like they've reached a certain point and thought well there's probably no more stories to tell everyone's got a girl now everyone's in a relationship everyone's got jobs and kids now so let's just leave it and let's not yep. try and expand on that but i've always enjoyed Seinfeld as the go back show and uh even talking about Netflix which is how i watch it What did you think of that news that dropped recently that what Raw will be exclusively on Netflix going into 2024?
3: Uh, Yeah, 2025 we've been told that we are getting the Hmm. WWE going on to Netflix. Um, Will we, as Australians down here in Australia right now, be able to get the entire WWE network? Would that be at our hands with Netflix? Uh, I hope so. That would be great um, because as soon as Peacock got a hold of uh, WWE, that became exclusively in America and I believe in Canada only Mm. where you could watch the network where for us down here, we had to resort to other streaming services and yeah, with that, that sort of that taste that we had for the network Mm. and we, we could put on anything from the old days to now was taken away from us so would there be a repeat of that i hope so i hope we get a chance to watch you know to go back and watch uh you know the royal rumble from 2015 mm. or the royal rumble from 1988 you know just something like that would be great to do um but yeah i find it exciting i find it more exciting is what profile picture They'll give Mm. us the option to use on each one's everybody who has a Netflix account. And we all know you all do out there. And you share it out to your other family and friends. And what would their profile pictures be? Mm. What type of pictures? So, yeah. Well, it's funny because,
2: but if you think about it, like we're about to do a companion guys using Binge. And Binge is now the home of the WWE network in Australia. And that's how Raw is already live on there. So will that mean in twenty twenty five that binge loses RAW? Will they then lose SmackDown? Will they lose NXT? Because Binge is our one stop shop. Because I've been looking at it and everything's there now. But like it took them a good year to actually put all of the content on there. But Binge has everything. And that was my first mm-hmm. thought when I saw the the tweet come out. I'm like, oh I wonder if that means that binge in Australia will lose RAW? Because they've had them they've been hosting Raw and SmackDown for a good year now. They've been the home for okay. WWE in Australia. So yeah, interesting to see that. And then what another thing in the news was what the Rock becoming what a member of the ch oh, or the board there with the new TKO group, which is a yes. mega conglomerate, which includes the likes of Dana White from, you know, the mm-hmm. UFC and Triple H and yeah, we're getting the big mega corporation now, which is crazy to see.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting week for to be in the Rock's family I mean, because Rock becoming one of the key people at TKO and his daughter becoming the um, the on screen GM on uh, NXT. So
2: yeah, and there was like looks like what happened to Shawn Michaels is that just gone and I think Shawn is kind of good. He probably thought it was time to step away and let I'll do the behind the scenes will Mm -hmm. be her as an on-character person. So I think it's good. You know, she's still quite young, and I know she was a heel leading a faction a couple of months ago, and I think this is probably a chance for her to be more individual. Um, And we haven't, you know, seen someone like this at this young age step into this role. So, you know, you think of the guys like, you know, Nick Aldis, you know, we've got Adam Pearce, you know, veterans, you know, NWA champions, and now we've got this younger girl stepping in. I think it adds kind of new flavour, and yeah, starting to see what comes from that.
3: I think they tried with her, with her wrestling. Mm. And they was just like, you haven't got what your daddy's got, mm. but we don't want to get rid of you. And we don't want you to go to another company. So here's the GM role. We're still going to have you on TV. We still need you here. So,
2: yeah. Mm.
3: And again, yeah. I haven't seen her wrestle before though too, but all I knew that she was part of Gracie's, uh, Joel Gracie's, um, team on nxt and they all had the the smiling yeah. masks and they and i think there was going to be a program don't hold me to it but i believe there might have been a program they were going to do with bray wyatt okay. um months ago um mm. he, you know just before he's i was yeah uh he's passing they were going to do like a, a fire flood and, uh, funhouse type of skit with him and the Gracie team, and they were going to do, you know, and there was some other like crazy thing with Kieran Cross as well too, and Scarlet, and I think that's all I saw here too. Just mm. these little interesting characters who were going to be like the brain, you know, was uh, the brain of Bray Wyatt mm. being cracked open, and all these the creatures that he had that were on the fire fun uh, funhouse were going to come to life that we saw at the end of. Uh, the pay per view where Matt Riddle took on um, uh, that was um, Seth Extreme Norman's Rules, I think it was after the it, uh, no. fight pit cage match. Hmm. Yeah, yeah so, because
2: Tyrion said something in an interview a couple of months ago that yeah he was meant to work a program with Bray. That was yep. one of the things that they were talking about long term, and yeah, it didn't come to fruition. So, but guys, thank you once again for actually hitting play or actually hitting yes. uh, also play on YouTube. You can actually check Geek. out. All of our episodes on Apple iTunes, Podbean, Castro, CastBox, wherever you find your podcast. In terms of video format, you can check us out on YouTube. And we've been producing uh, quite a lot of podcasting content, but also lots of gaming content, which I will go a little bit deeper in terms of what's actually coming out in terms of gaming, uh, we did put out what Homefront, and uh, that's a game I really enjoyed doing a no-commentary story playthrough the other day, and it's a very brutal uh, PlayStation 3 first-person shooter. And I think it came out in, like, 2010, and you can definitely see it's quite aged and it's quite glitchy, but in terms of an overarching story, it's very, very good. And I actually completed that playthrough in one, one playthrough. Uh, in one night, which is kind of good when you can start a game and finish it in the same day. And I do have a couple of longer games that I'm going to be playing in the future. So, again, check out the uh, YouTube page, simply one word, the Broadcast podcast. And in regards to gaming content as well, Alan also streams on Twitch. And Alan, what's your handle there on Twitch?
3: You can find me on there. It's TTV Roscoe Bosco 84 your boy has been lazy lately i haven't been on since pretty much the beginning of the month of january so when i find a moment or when i find a game i feel like i'm going to stream uh i'll do it but um just lately just been quite happy just to game with friends Mm. and uh not hit that record button or that go live button on my playstation i'm happy just to just sit in discord with a couple of friends of ours and do some gaming
2: oh, sounds good yeah. yes all right so guys before we actually announce what companion this will be we want to give a shout out to not one but two great wrestling podcast check these guys out
0: what's up everybody i am the hardest part of the ring the host of the apron bump podcast and i know what you're thinking Ugh. Another wrestling podcast. How many times can I listen to fans beat up on WWE and AEW? Tell me who needs a push, who doesn't need a push, who brings Vince's coffee these days. ENOUGH! I'm just as sick of it as you are. And that's why I created The Apron Bump. The Apron Bump is about the journey it's about nostalgia it's about discovering new forms of wrestling to really tickle your pickle as a wrestling fan it's about making wrestling fun again the podcast brings you reviews of wrestling events all over the world tying together over six different promotions spanning four different decades and everything is chronologically in a timeline to really allow myself and all you listeners to live through these eras while having a good time doing it. Whether it's WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW, we even cover the golden eras of Ring of Honor, Progress, TNA, and more promotions in the future as well. New episodes every Wednesday or as some may say, Bump Day, huh? Yeah? Go to ApronBump.com or go to your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and subscribe today for the most diverse, fan-friendly wrestling podcast in the world. I'm hard.
1: What's up, everybody? I am the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, the host of the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. yes you heard that right and i'm here to tell you about the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub: the smack and raw podcast me and my co-host vince delgado and miss katie kinsey Bebe of the she lead showcase do a weekly recap where we cover raw smackdown nxt dynamite and rampage we are on pornhub youtube and every audio platform you could think of and we are spitting what we don't like and swallowing what we do every week we've also got guests from some of your favorite podcasts so if you want to have fun take your pants off put in your headphones pull up to your favorite listening or viewing device relax and just have a good time catch up on the weekend wrestling in our own unique way come check us out you guys can find me at matt ritter that is at m-a-t-t-r-i-d-e-r on twitter only there you will get linktree slash smack and raw that'll get you all of the audio platforms as well as porn up you guys can also check out linktree slash creation world and that will get you the youtube the merchandise and the Pornhub, as well as other great podcasts from Creation World, which is the banner under which the Smack and Raw podcast exists. If you want to get everything in one shot, go to creationworld.com. There you'll find Super Flash Hero of Tomorrow if you're a fan of DC uh, CW superhero stuff. If you want to check out the Smack and Raw podcast, if you want to check out our other show, Return to Wrestling, where me and my co-host Travis go back in time, and he forces me to sit down and watch old WCW Nitros and pay-per-views, and I have to suffer through Hulk Hogan repeatedly that sounds like something that you think is fun come check that out as well we also have a youtube only show hosted by vince called spitter swallow that you can find on our youtube we've got so much content for you dungeons after dark as well that episode two is coming it is our most viewed episode on pornhub so if any of this sounds appealing to you i can't wait to have you guys come follow us listen to us and interact with all of you like i said take your pants off pull up get comfortable and let's have a good time
2: right guys we are back and once again uh, these podcasts that we just promoted are great partners of ours so get out there and follow all their socials and we definitely will be promoting them in the notes on youtube and on the podcast notes and also on twitter we can actually also share uh, any promos that you have that you would like to have on our show Send us a DM, always happy to have a chat. Now, Wrestling Companion. Now, this is actually our very first Wrestling Companion for 2024, and it is Royal Rumble season, and we are literally like a few days away from the Royal Rumble, and we thought we weren't going to do a show, you know, the Tooth stuff delayed it, and we thought, no, we have some availability this week, let's try and get something in before then. And we thought, okay, we have a massive choice of Royal Rumbles that we can do, We've done 2000, we've done 99, we've done 2015, we've done 1998, what do we want to do? And I thought, let's just keep it to what we know, it's an era, it's my favourite year in professional wrestling, and we're talking about 2001, and we're going to be doing a watch-along of the Royal Rumble match from that year. Now, we're going to be using Binge to watch this, and we've actually moved our time check to one forty-four fifty-three. if you're choosing to watch along. Alan, any uh, comments on this uh, watch along simply about to happen shortly?
3: Well, there's a bit of an underlining reason why we, are, we chose to do this show, and uh, if we can in the future for the rest of the remainder of the bro- broadcast podcast year on this show when we come to us and it's not a pre recorded show, we would like to do celebrities in wrestling. Mm. And the reason why we chose this one specifically, a comedian by the name of Drew Carey, that was part of the Drew Carey show. Back in the uh early two thousands. His show was like Seinfeld, was went gangbusters. Went oh. huge. It was very uh quite a funny show. Um had a lot of quite a lot of outdoor humour at the time when you watched it as a youngster, it went right over your head. But then you watched it again, and a little bit older, and went, "That's a lot of rude shit on this show," and uh, it's part of Drew Carey's type of comedian style. So he, we've always missed that part of the show, where of the uh, sorry, of the programme we're watching now, where he is approached. Uh, he's approached Trish Stratus and at this particular time, Trish Stratus is now have, mingling around with Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. And also Linda McMahon is put into a catatonic coma. And so she's having it off with Vince. Yes, we've seen this at uh, WrestleMania that will follow up in a couple of uh, a few months after this uh, pay-per-view, which is one of the best of all time. Uh, and then, as he's talking to Trish, Vince McMahon gets involved and says, you know, it'd be great for you to get you with your publicity about your show. How about you go in the Rumble? And he's like, what? What? Why? What What have I done? And he, again, that's what he gets for talking to uh, Vince McMahon's girl. He gets thrown into the Rumble. Uh, we also miss out on a, quite, uh, a very funny promo. And a kind of a sad one too, because we're seeing Vince McMahon talking to a wrestler by the name of Tiger Ali Singh. And he would like to know what number he is in the Royal Rumble. And he says to him, uh, you're not in the Rumble. Drew Carey is in the Royal Rumble. He's taking your number. And he looks at Vince McMahon and goes, who is Drew Curry? Who is Drew Carey? And then Vince looks at him, gives him a smug look, and then walks off camera. So now we are at the one hour 44 53 mark right here on the show with you guys right now. We see the lovely Howard Finkel in the ring. Tom, are you ready to press play with me? Let's do it, bro. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's press play in five, four, three, two, one. I think rules, uh,
2: <clears throat> one of the things you were just saying, too, that was when Tiger Ali Singh was managing Lowdown. Yes. Which was, uh, what, D'Lo Brown and Chaz, or formerly Mosh. Yeah.
3: Yes, that's right. Hmm. Yeah, they um, they took on, they put on the headdress as well, too. Um, well,
2: it was funny, because, was- like, even a few weeks earlier, they were just in the most simplest gear. Like, it would be just white track pants, like, Yep. MC Hammerpants, and they had no gimmick. And the next thing is like, no, we want you to put on the turban and we want you to actually come out with Tiger Ali Singh. And you're still low down, but you're going to be managed by him. And I think their home was probably metal or jacked at that time. So
3: Jeff Hardy is number one in the 2001 Royal Rumble.
2: You've been checking mm. out any Jeff Hardy in AEW recently?
3: I saw he had a match with Darby. Mm. And, uh, oh, God, that noise. The right to censor.
2: And we actually hear this, I think, at least maybe four times tonight in this Rumble. We oh. get the high-pitched siren blaring. So,
3: Bull Buchanan. Big dude. Big dude. He's got no... Wears a white shirt with no sleeves. He just ripped those bastards off, and doesn't even wear a necktie with it as well. Oh God, here we go.
2: Yeah, I think what you were saying with Hardy. There's talks of Hardy going heel. I know uh, in AEW. So, it, yeah. Yeah,
3: was he heel at one time when he was part of um, Impact?
2: Yeah, when he was world champion, when he was in okay, Hogan's he was team. Heel. Yeah, he was the world champion. He was with Bischoff and Hogan, and had a pretty lengthy run as a heel, and then turned face. Yeah.
3: Okay.
2: I think he was a heel when he took on Sting. You know, that time when he came out drunk.
3: Oh, so when he was really... Yeah. Yeah. Have we covered that show?
2: No, we've talked about covering that match, but no, we haven't covered that show before, no. I think it was Victory Road... What year was it? 2011, I think it was.
3: Oh, these body shots.
2: We've covered quite a bit of Paul Buchanan, though. I will say that. We have. We have.
3: And young Jeff Hardy as well, too. Yeah.
2: We've done, like, Bull and Boss Man. We've done Bull when he was a part of the uh, the Truth
3: Commission. The Truth Commission. Commission. Yeah,
2: back in Mm -hmm. 97 as well. A lot of Hardy boys. I think Hardys have been in so many of our companions.
3: Well, again, I remember this... 2001 was our definite year where Mm. Australia got wrestling down here. Mm. We We were gifted... With the streaming services, a streaming service called Foxtel, where it was gifted to us to watch so many fantastic wrestling programs. Here we go. Who's number three? Sorry. Another Hardy Boy. Oh, what happened to my dog, Jeff? What happened to my dog?
2: What, even Matt in social media at the moment with him, what, breaking up with his wife and then she's posting no, stuff. And it's like, what is this? No, is this a work guy? I don't it's It's a
3: work. It's, oh, oh Bill Buchanan's been eliminated. Goodbye, B2. There's uh, Teddy Long right there. You got a goal, player. You need to leave. <laughs> Yep, yeah, brother. So you, versus reckon
2: brother. A, you reckon it's a work there?
3: It's a work, bro. It's a work. It's all a work. Yeah, she's doing it for the clicks, and it's he's doing it because, you know, he's Matt freaking Hardy, hmm. you know?
2: I still don't think Matt's been the same, though, since that uh, Sammy Guevara spot when he got tackled from the top of that scaffolding and slammed his head on the ground and had a concussion live on pay-per-view. So. Oh, did I didn't didn't say it.
3: I'll send it to you after it, this. It's brutal. Man. It's Sammy go I don't give a shit.
2: Hey,
3: hey. I don't. Yeah. I see his shit and I go, go away, mate. I can't. <laughs> I can't stand it. I can't uh, stand it. I'm sure he's a great guy and I've probably he's probably done a lot of good stuff. But I see him on the screen and I'm like, oh no. Next. I yeah. can't. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Is it okay I like talent. to think, I just later, think uh,
3: every chance I get? Yuck. What was that? That's what King just said. I like to think a letter of every chance I get. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is when there was no restrictions on King at this time, but he would leave in like Hell a no. month. So.
3: Yes, that's right. He would, wouldn't he?
2: Yeah.
3: You, you took away my kitty. Now I must go. Hey, look at Farouk. him. Farouk. Jeez, the heart is just beating the shit out of him. Boy, oh, yeah. oh, look at that, man. Double clothes What you on. say, Motherfucker. Oh, fuck you, white boys up? Come here. No,
2: what did I watch yesterday? It was um, Ron Simmons in ECW chokeslamming Mikey Whipwreck. Have you seen that gif? No. He got, he got him up so high and just planted him so hard. You're like, like you knew oh, who God. was what. Well,
3: yeah. Just a bit of a... <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a... Class. Yeah, even... I think you really hurt... Like, you really fucked my back up here. Jeff, what are you doing, boy? Yeah. Oh yeah, we're going no, for a it's just, a, just
2: a brutal uh choke slam.
3: Cool. Bit of twist of fade action.
2: Just noticed Sign Guy there in the uh in the front row wearing a right to sensor shirt on the far right yes. side with the long yes. tie on.
3: Sent on. Right. He's out. out. Thanks for coming, Ron.
2: There goes a former world champion there, gone. Yes. Well, here's a question. Like looking at these. Don't take two. your shirt
3: I'm not doing that. Okay, I'm just it, asking you now too. Too. You do
2: it too. Come on.
3: Oh, okay. Hey, we should make that a, a precursor to the people out there. If they we get like a vote, put next time we are on on X, and uh, people say, you know, what do you want to see next in the show? The broadcast shirtless, and if it gets over a hundred, we're screwed. <laughs> yep. What about pantless? We'll do that one next time? No one wants to do that. What's wrong with you?
2: Hey, look, we're the same. I'm not staying
3: up. What? Enough. Stop it. Get some help. (laughs) Here comes Drew Curry. Oh, here he comes.
2: So what I was reading is that he actually had a huge comedy special that he was hosting. I think either the week after, and it was going live on pay-per-view. So yep. it was promoting the show, as you said at the start, but also yes. promoting his uh, comedy special that he was hosting.
3: This is kind of cool that he's, you know, he's letting the the brothers Jeff and, Hart, Jeff and Matt Hardy do their thing where he's just going out and high-fiving the people and getting some publicity. Um, yeah, got that. <sighs> Jesus, yeah. Drew Carey 316 sign guy over there with it. Hmm. Howard Finkel over there with the biggest smile on his face. That was kind of cool.
2: Oh, he's in. Here we go. He's looking like Circus Shane McMahon 1998.
3: Big time. Yeah. He's looking like he's about to go for a goddamn jog. <laughs> he's he's going to walk through New York and he's going to get a slice of uh, a New York slice straight after the jug.
2: This is a brutal fall. I do remember this. Watch this here. Yeah. <gasps> Jesus. Oh, I don't
3: know what Jeff was doing there.
2: What was that? Did he just
3: want to send on it? Was he meant to land on him or something? But that the sound yeah. was disgusting.
2: Like even Matt's impact, and then it's like, oh, you think Matt was bad? Check out Jeff's landing, and this yeah. is all yeah. fight back.
3: Yeah, Jeff was mainly like, yeah, you know, I can fuck it up even worse. Watch me, watch me whip, Shit. and watch me na splat.
2: Who is it? Who we Who's got? this? Yes. Jesus
3: Christ. One of my absolute,
2: absolute favourites, man. Love it.
3: Favourite wrestler, not my favourite person. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just say that now. I don't need to get political, but um, yeah. It all started when he lost the mask, El. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And you think, like, this is such a big year for him. Like, if you think of this match, he holds the record. That would be oh, yeah. broken from what Roman Reigns in twenty fifteen. But this mm-hmm. year he did so many big things. Like he won the I C title, chain mm-hmm. match against Triple H. Was what on team WWF during the invasion, was heavily featured in that. Mm-hmm. Like this year was a massive year for Kane. Like I just remember the Kane versus Elbert. I C title matchup. He does a Hurricane Runner to Elbert. A Hurricane Runner. And drop kicks. I'm like, what is who is this guy? Yep.
3: He was he leaned out so much, he yeah. he got the muscular up and he um This is fantastic.
2: They would have said Drew oh. move to the middle so you don't get hit by the pyro <laughs> Hi. Hey Kane, Just... what's going on?
3: <laughs> My name is Drew Curry.
2: Look at the look at the smoke coming off the corner.
3: I know, yeah. man, it's ridiculous. Offer some money. How much do you reckon that okay. is? Uh, well, okay. A couple of dollars. So it's probably around about $4, maybe $5. <laughs> what would he do with that? I mean, I mean oh God, we are got enough for... Oh. Referee is collecting the cash. He's stealing it.
2: Cordero just stole
3: the, the $4. Yes. He waves goodbye to everybody and then climbs over the... And then, goodnight, everybody. Jumps out. Raven's now in the ring. Getting the piss punched out of him. Selling and it like he's dying. And this
2: would go into a future Mania matchup, eh? Yes, it will. Yeah, this is kind of where it started.
3: You tell him! <laughs> I love that when uh, Raven brought the, the kindo stick down and whacked. came with it, Kane just non-sold it. Hmm. Like, that demon is still... Yep. Oh, Jesus.
2: Does everyone needs to slow down just a second long, just a little bit. Yeah. But talking about that the cane kind of no-selling, I will say in this match, Kane takes a lot of, like, chair shots and stuff to the yes. head unprotected. Oh, yes. Like, this is that grit-your-teeth era. Grit-your-teeth, hold your shoulders up, tighten your body up, and just take it on the head. Wait, yeah.
3: Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. You're you're talking a lot of shit, you are. Oh, we've got
2: Al Snow. Bro, I can't help it that I smack it raw, okay? Ooh. Mm. (laughs) You can have that, Matthew. You can use that audio bit if you want, so.
3: I like to smack it raw. You can use that one too if you want, mate.
2: Now, this is a confusion, because Al Snow's been injured. He was injured by Raven. He's come back now, but he's jumped the gun. And watch the fans kind of go, he's next. And they all look up the ramp, but Al's already there. And they're like, oh, we didn't want Al. We wanted someone else.
3: Oh, yeah, is that Al Snow, is it? Jesus. Yeah, there's a lot of...
0: Oh,
2: oh my Oh, my God. God. Yep. See that—that that was like forehead and the eyes and the nose got hit. Then not the yeah. not the skull. Yeah,
3: yeah. we're just bringing trash.
2: Oh that's god, a pro- that's a proper trash can. I was going to say bin, but yeah,
3: that's a proper bin, Dale.
2: He just threw in the bloody bin, mate.
3: Watch where he's bloody going. He's getting rubbish everywhere, and he's got himself a bloody bowling ball. Oh look at it. Into the oh, dick. Oh
2: Jesus, mate.
3: He bloody threw that bowling ball into that guy's penis. He did what? Raven needs a bath. <laughs> he put the throw. Him, he threw a bowling ball in that man's penis.
2: That ball hit me on the penis before.
3: Four <laughs> succulent Chinese meal, and you, sir, are you ready to receive my limp penis? Get your hands off me! Yeah, here you go, guys. Tom and I are having a bit of fun here.
2: It's only got the one cuff
3: on. He only got one cuff. One cuff! One cuff! (laughs) Ta-ta!
2: Oh, look at this, man. Well, while we're watching this, is there a Royal Rumble that sticks out for you? That was one of your favourites?
3: This one. Mm. So, this is hands down one of my favourites of all time. It has a bit... It's got a bit of fun. You know, you had the celebrityness of Drew Carey. And then we're getting hardcore. We're getting yeah. a bit of craziness because, you know, it was something you never see in a Rumble before. I mean, maybe we got Perry Satin with Terry Reynolds.
2: I do Easy think, wasn't power. it? <clears throat> I think it was 98 had a bit of hardcore when Cactus was there. Yes, it did. Yeah, Cactus and yeah. Chainsaw Charlie and stuff like that. Yeah. <gasps> Dink, yeah,
3: right in the leg. He's smart. Perry Sand is very smart. You know, this
2: was the year that Satin would go on to uh, really stuff up Mike Bell and uh, on an episode Oof. of Metal, <laughs> and just destroy well, him from not uh, taking a hip toss properly.
3: Well, again, he, there was several things. And didn't Mike Bell say that he had family or some sort in the ring? And so it's oh, like, hey, know. can you make me? Can you make me look good tonight? And Saturn probably was like. No, I'm going (laughs) to fuck you up. (laughs) Rick,
2: where are you? Which Mm -hmm. one am
3: I talking to? Uh... Must have been great when he he had Terry as his um, manager, because, you know, she probably had four. (laughs)
2: Look at
3: this. (laughs) I'm not responding. I'm just going to move on.
2: I smiled. I went along with it.
3: Yeah, no, I don't want to hear it. Goddamn. Everyone just wants to just cuddles from behind for Kane.
2: I feel bad for Kane. Watch, they get the leg. Watch the shot to the face, though. Yeah, but just, mind
3: just, you, this is smart, though. Jesus. All these dudes, this is how you take down this big beast. Beat the shit out of him and then throw him over the top rope. It's smart. See
2: that that reminds me when I was playing with my kids and they jump on your neck, jump on your shoulder, kids, and you just end up just fall down. Just it's better just to yeah. just give in. Yeah, just die.
3: Yeah. Sign Guys thinks his number entry 31. Thanks for the. Thanks, mate. Bit early, but. Yep. Head cheese. cheese. Blackman. Look at Steve Blackman with a bag of. He's got some sticks.
2: Oh. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Bang,
3: bang, 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 bang.
2: He went on to become a bounty hunter, too, after his tenure as well.
3: Who? Steve Blackman?
2: Yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah, like if you owed fines or stuff, or if you had a felony, he would go and find you.
3: So. Yeah, yeah. I've, mm-hmm. Bail bondsman type of style. That's awesome. Just Imagine,
2: imagine him pulling up to a bar next year, sitting down next to you and going, all right, so we've got two options. You know, you either follow me outside and we go visit some people, or uh, there's option B. And he puts the bag on the table.
3: <laughs> and what a, option do you a, want? A, I just finished my drink and go. All right, let's go. What were you going to say? It was
2: it was Val's bag. Oh god! (laughs) It's a bloody. (laughs) This is not my bag. Damn it, Val!
3: (laughs) God damn it, Val! Oh, the kick in the the spinning heel kick. It was. So we've had three illuminations, both the Hardy Boys and Drew Curry.
2: What number are we? At least what ten?
3: I believe so. Um,
2: oh, oh, gee. He wasn't even looking at that.
3: No. God damn. Here we go.
2: Yeah, because I noticed this rumble doesn't have the number, I don't think. When that says the wrestler's name, it doesn't actually say
3: what number they are. That's okay. I think you have to guess. Hey, look out. Grandmaster Sex A. Brian Christopher, eh? Brian Christopher, he's fit here. Mm. He's really looked after himself. And then he brought this gimmick over to Impact, didn't he? Or TNA?
2: So he went to WWA first and did it there. That's right. Sorry, yeah. Um, yeah. Did a couple yeah, yeah. of shows in Australia and then eventually was signed to uh, TNA or Total Nonstop Action yep. in the really early, what, Asylum early. days and did some stuff yes. there as well and I think went back and forth between a heel and a face at that time. And yeah, then what, I think sadly, when I think back that time, he returned back to WWE to front his father to like a zero reaction from the crowd when he come down to the ring. It was like, and even when he's cutting the promo and it's meant to be emotional, like no one was reacting. And it's a really sad moment. If you ever watch it,
3: like, yeah, it just, no, just didn't fit. Who was King feuding at the time with? Was it... It was, He had a program with somebody, didn't he? Yeah, I think it was Michael Cole.
2: I think it was on okay. the way
3: to the WrestleMania matchup. Yeah. Oh, there he, Oh is. Jesus, my. yeah. Jesus, Grandmaster's out. Kane is just, he's I, had enough. I, I, that's it, I'm out. You motherfuckers. <laughs> Come here, get get out. Oh, we're about to skin the cat. Not oh. today. So that's two for
2: Kane, oh, is it? it?
3: Yes, it's two for Kane. Three for Kane. Al Snow has now left the building. Raven is two.
2: Remember, guys, when we were kids, we actually used to do like a Royal Rumble raffle at our house and we used to do all the Rumble names and it would end up with like sometimes the shittest wrestlers like I've got. Yes. uh, Prince Albert. Or I have, you know, entrant four, which could be, you know, road dog. And it's like, there's no way they're going to win it. But it's like, damn it.
3: My hair is sleek, back, I'm going to do your town in my sweet Cadillac. He's just a honky-tonk man.
2: And I think this is only the second time we've had honky-tonk on the, uh, the podcast in eight years. So, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's probably a good thing. I'm gonna sing us a little song, a little ditty. Looks so very who Jerry. Did,
2: who did he not want to put over in WCW? Was it Mero or something like that? Oh, when he got probably, released, he was one of, yeah.
3: He's one of Hogan's guys. That's why. So again, he's like, why do I have to help this young talent? So
2: yeah, he got released because he didn't want to put someone over, and Bischoff's just like get out of here, and it just like made him lose the TV title or something.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he. Bischoff, any chance he gets to shit on Honky Tonk Man, <laughs> he t- takes a massive steamer. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> Turn it up loud. So
2: even like back in the day watching this, I'm like, I kind of know who this guy is, but not really. Like this is 23 years ago. I don't think I really knew who yeah. he was.
3: I think I knew of him at the time. I knew that he was Jerry Lawyer's cousin. mm. And then I love it. There we had Jerry's kid, and then Jerry's, um, you know, cousin.
2: Here we go. Lines oh. him up, batter up, Boom. Look at that. Takes it like,
3: yeah. He and took the, it well. The, everyone in the crowd, I love it. They're all smiling. They're all clapping. They're all loving it. Mm. It's fantastic. See ya. Back to Memphis with ya. Kicks the... Ca- yeah, just takes everything.
2: They're just Every weapon's gone. The trash cans, the bowling ball, the kindo sticks, everything is just cleared yep. Yep. out now.
3: Kane's just kicking everything out. It's Ooh, The
1: Rock.
2: wow.
3: Number 13.
2: So they get them through. Like, they get them through, aren't they?
3: It's good. That's why Isn't it's they? a great pay-per-view. This is a great Royal Rumble because... There's no mucking around. Let's hmm. just get straight into it. The rock beat up my sign. Jeez, that sign guy, is, he, he's had a busy day making all of them signs.
2: He probably just has like a whole set just sitting next to him. And he just goes, mm-hmm. like, oh, yep, that's the one I want. Yep, hold it up. Yep.
3: We got a massive Rocky chant. Because
2: I never actually looked into it. Like, do you actually have to declare signs? before you go in like do you have to believe show
3: them or i believe that's i think i might have seen that when we went uh to the super showdown i think that i remember seeing people having signs confiscated with particular things that were said on it or yeah mm. so i think that they, a lot of stuff they if they know they're going to be on the hard cam yeah. that they um will make sure like uh-uh no you're not having that. And we've talked about some doozies, guys, that have appeared. And I've
2: just, you can get lost on Reddit with some of the most weirdest signs that people have put up. And weirdest. I feel like the signs are almost lost now in this era. It's almost like people are holding up their mobile phone to record everything so many times now. But you don't see their mobile uh, phone here. It's all about being in the moment, holding up a sign, uh, sit back down where. Everything today, I think, is a lot of it. It's mobile phone. People just wanting to film.
3: Uh, not necessarily. Uh, again, I like to watch uh, Matthew when he does his botchamanias. And occasionally, he'll, you know, all the dweebs and all the nerds out there, they're putting up a sign saying a certain game and mm. another game but is better than the other. So that's always a bit of fun. Ah, uh, the song. It's
2: just bursting my right ear.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, a bit of... Um... Nation of Domination action here. Yeah. Laying the SmackDown.
2: He's out. <sighs> Is that our quickest elimination?
3: Yeah, pretty like much. Five seconds, tonight. four seconds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah.
3: The good father. He hated that gimmick, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, well, he, it's ha- not he, him. he
2: was so restricted. He wasn't cutting promos. He wasn't, you know being a fan favourite.
0: Um. Well,
3: isn't it funny enough that they took a character of the Godfather, a pimp, mm. a man who, you know, hire, he has women and hires them out to men, uh, all women, for services, and then makes a cut. And all of a sudden, he, he needs to stop doing what he's doing and he needs to be, you know... Be, again, it's the WWF at the time we're making fun of the, the parents uh, against WWE or wrestling or some shit like that. And it was mm. just like, well, okay, if that's the case, all these characters that we once were edgy, we're going to turn them bad. So, um, geez, that was massive. But yeah, I'm glad the right to, right to center had some good leap to it. It did some amazing stuff for Stevie Richards. Mm. My God, he went to the moon with that stuff. Oy.
2: Oh, I hate watching this moment. I
3: hate this too. This guy used to be a killer.
2: Now let's count it. One, 1,001, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Six seconds, L. Taz debuted a year earlier, and a year later is out of the rumble in six seconds.
3: What did he do? You know, did he...
2: You know? I don't know. It's just, but you think about it like I don't know. Is it did he just not fit the mold? What is it that just did not get over with Vince and the Booker's around? Why Taz just too, didn't work?
3: Too small, too small, probably. Mm. Lucy, my crap is bigger than Taz. Uh, the, yeah. the sign guy having a sign like that is like when he was in ECW. My God, that man was a killer. Well, that's but you know, God. okay,
2: I can see that then too because again, not everyone in ECW were giants as well.
0: Not everyone in the yeah.
2: ECW were six foot six, three hundred yep. pounds. A lot of them were under six foot. Yep. You know, five six, all the way up to maybe six one, six two. You know, nine one one was a big dude. Yeah. But then you look at other guys: Tommy Dreamer, Stephen Richards, Raven, Sandman, RVD, Sabu. They were probably five ten up to maybe about six two. They weren't the big guys that you averagely see in WWE that were like a six four. So why are they showing Here this? We one? You know, they they're doing a replay, are they? Yeah,
3: yeah. They're showing Taz being eliminated dink
2: see the, yeah cuz the only thing i think yeah. i can think of memory was he would go on to be used quite a lot this year <clears throat> with the invasion remember he was yeah. the defector and he was he got what strapped by steve austin in the ring oh, he wasn't then... a
3: defector he was just a person who spoke up against austin yeah. you know he was a he, he was a, a, a um a shit disturber, I would say.
2: Wow. Oh, shit. here we
3: go. I just, nah. He grabs you by the head. And I'm gonna punch you, I'm gonna slap you, I'm gonna punch you, I'm gonna chop Jeez. you, I'm gonna punch you again, punch you again. Again, he's smart, taking down the big man.
2: He's a big talent. Like Bradshaw, I liked him as a tag team guy. I didn't, JBL was good. I wasn't, it this, was this, this, this. Oh. Like when he got his own faction, had the cabinet and stuff like that, you know, giving him this whole different gimmick was cool. Yes. I think it was maybe a little bit late in his career because again, like he was doing this for so many years and then suddenly he's clean shaven, short blonde hair, cowboy hat, big bullhorn on the limo and. Yep. Yeah.
3: I think he did good at it. He, uh, he made it uncomfortable, when especially mm. when a lot of the uh, trying to keep the uh, the people of Mexico out of the United States and he would cross the border and kick the people back over in uh, back into Mexico and his feuds with Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio and it was just beautiful stuff, fantastic stuff. It was really controversial and very uncomfortable to watch, but fun.
0: You I
2: can't know, believe just... they shot that thing. <clears throat> with the whole Mexico thing. And he's like he's there with the spotlight.
3: I see on. you. I see you there, boy. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of my country.
2: And then he did what the Nazi salute in Germany, in Germany or something like that. And then he's like, Well, I'm a heel though. I was just working the crowd. But people are like, Yeah, no, you st- you can't do that though.
3: You can't not in this no, not in this day in time. We can't mm. do that. It's very Who's next? Albert,
2: And all I can say, guys, it's pre X Factor, so it was coming, but very, very. It's soon. coming, so yes, yeah.
3: yeah. One of the greatest factions of all time, right? Oh. Did so much for top, um...
2: top three, I would say.
3: Oh, who, okay, who's the who's the first?
2: Uh, who's the first trios? Yeah. I would probably trios. have yeah. um, probably Shaniqua and the Bashams is one of my favourite trios. So you're
3: classing... Um, a, no. Yep, okay, number two. I'm saying
2: trio. It doesn't need to be a man team. I'm just saying mm-hmm. trio. She had a bigger um, penis than me. Followed by... What would be my other favourite team? I would probably put X-Factor number two then. They're probably in the Who's two. Who's number
3: three? Who's number three?
2: Number three. Uh, probably Corporate Kane and the Outlaws. So, yeah.
3: Wow. Yeah, that's a... Uh, that's <laughs> something... It was a weird time in wrestling where yeah. we had Kane with no mask and wearing black slacks and teaming out with the Outlaws.
2: Yeah, it was the what the beginning of the Authority team. That was when what yeah. Shane and uh not Shane, it was Steph and what uh, Hunter. You know, really got the the reins of the WWE and became what CEO characters and yeah
3: had the half an hour uh, Monday night promo um, first thing to start off the show. Mm. Jesus. Do not miss those days. Do not miss them at all.
2: Yeah, it was 2013. 12 and 13. They're the years I stopped watching it. And they were just, yeah, every... Oh. They, there was even times where they kicked off pay-per-views with promos as well.
3: Fuck that noise.
2: Yeah. Oh shit.
3: Shit! <laughs> yeah. What do you... Hey, like my you know what I should do? I should go out here, beat the shit out of everybody, and then they give me the belt.
2: Watched an uh, wow. interview with a DDP recently talking about Ooh. um how he actually got injured. like, oh, like Holden, How he actually got injured against Hardcore. That would have been his last match. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a combination of a mistimed clothesline and a superplex.
0: Mm.
2: Mm. Really? Yeah. He said said, hardcore is hardcore for a reason because he was very stiff. He would hit you. And Mm -hmm. I think maybe that's why they put Cody with him when he first came in to kind of, you know, have a bit of a strong rub here against a veteran wrestler. But yeah, hardcore definitely, uh, I liked him for how long he was there for. I was a fan of Big Shot Hardcore Holly or Big Shot Bob Holly, you know, kind of looking at the 98 time, 99. Wasn't a big fan of the whole Crash Holly thing, but...
3: Yeah. I like that because they were both little dudes that thought they were like mm-hmm. Kane and The Undertaker or the Big Show. They were just dudes that had that short man complex and they were just like, No, no, I'm five hundred pounds and you're like, What? No dude, you're about three you know, three fifty and you got Crash Holly who's like a buck oh five or maybe a little bit more, you know. Um that stuff was fun, but yeah.
2: They used to introduce him in saying, weighing allegedly at 800 yeah. pounds. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. they were huge dudes, you know. Hmm. They, they claim it. Um,
0: wasn't he was the with Cornette? was
2: at Cornet at one time. Wasn't he the nude Midnight Express or something? Yeah, like yeah with Bart Gunn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bodacious Bob and something like that, wasn't it? Oh, you didn't know?
3: It's, hey, look at help. this. It's that dude that's in the Judgment Day. <laughs> This is 2000, 2001, ladies and gentlemen. Get rowdy. That's K Quick. That's Wrong the Truth Killings. That's R Truth.
2: Who only debuted, what, about three months earlier?
3: At the Survivor Series. Yeah. Yep. With the Road Dog.
2: Mm. And I think he would and do He's a still whole- going today. Well, he did a whole year here and then he left for, uh, what, Impact for about two years? Came is back he, to WWE and never yeah. left. Yeah.
3: He's the only man in that ring right now that's still going today.
2: Yeah. I wonder yeah, how old he, he would just, have been here. Like, if this is 24 years ago. He's probably his early 20s at this time. I know.
3: He's got to be in his mid-40s. You reckon? Yeah. Because he's, cause he's <laughs> what? I did, it was his birthday the other day, and I sent him a tweet. And I said, happy 70th. I haven't checked if he's blocked me. <laughs>
2: You've been blocked too many times now by people. Stop fighting everybody.
3: I'm, I'm not doing I'm just... Sometimes I can be a bit of a shit.
2: <sighs> no, he's a great talent. Like, I actually liked when mm. he was a heel. When he did... Look at this here. Look at this.
3: Oh, Love my that.
2: God. Stereo power and watch, this, watch this, this. power slam. Yeah.
3: It just kicks him. Fuck you. <laughs> you <not>? mass-wearing... <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> Take the damn mask off. Stop being fucking weird.
2: Jeez, this was a stereo power slam to power bomb.
3: So good. So good. Who we got now? Oy. I think this is the the
2: last time, I think. I don't think we get it again.
3: Yes. Yep. Yes, that's right, King.
2: And that's the thing. Like, even though they were a short stable, like I would have liked to have seen maybe Steven get even a bigger push, like do a little mm. bit more. I'm not saying win the WWE Championship, but at least yeah. like go a bit higher up and try and have a belt or something like that that he could have had.
3: This is even crazy to see Val Venus when they censored him, and oh. again the guy was a a corn star out on. You know, he was an adult filmmaker. Uh, it's not filmmaker, film star, and then they took the gimmick away from him and just made him a valve. What I don't, I don't really recall what was his whole gimmick though. Too, you know, was he against corn or was he? It was he like anti it or, you know, it just it was just an interesting time seeing Val Venus here and just not about that life.
2: Mm. But even then, like even after the gimmick, didn't he do what he was with Trish for a bit, and it was like a real yeah. like nightlife DJ thing, music he had.
3: And then he did. I this. think he just went down the yeah.
2: And, but then he did Big valvosky, Remember when he came back, like yeah. in oh he, he returned three and did it, yeah,
3: yeah. Listen, oh what a slam!
2: Yeah, the Big Velvovsky he did from like oh three, I think, on the SmackDown brand for a little bit. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but then he went on to do your favourite. Do you remember what it was?
3: No. Remember he did
2: Sean Morley with uh, Eric Bischoff? I
3: fucking hated that <laughs> stuff. Oi! Hello there. Look at him. Yes. Hello. Fuck you. I'm going to fuck <laughs> some bitches up now. I'm going to fuck these people up.
2: We actually covered... We do you remember? I think it was a year ago, or maybe the year before, where we covered Bischoff versus J.R., and they use that cinder block. Remember when uh, Sean Morley puts the cinder block and then Bishop yeah. does that karate kick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's on JR. Oh.
3: oh, shit. Oh, man. That's another gentleman we spoke about just a few, um, few uh, half an hour ago, maybe in a bit, of um, returning to our screens is, uh mm. William Regal.
2: Yeah, I found that whole thing so weird, how he departed the company, joined... AEW put together the combat club and then catch here. I'm going back to NXT.
3: I think they maybe, I think he wanted to try something different. Mm. You know, he'd been around the WWE for so long. Maybe he was like, oh, you know, this um, AEW, I've got a couple of lads over there I know. I've, you know, they've learned how to my wrestling tree. Maybe I can do something with them. do mm. I don't imagine they probably, he did a lot probably over there in AEW. And then he, um, shit, another close oh, He's still Bang. holding on to two yep. of them. They come in twos.
2: Because I don't think i read anywhere that he left negatively. Like he didn't leave no. because of a fallout. Like maybe uh, he just came a... in and thought, okay, they've actually got it here. I probably don't see myself yes. adding too much here. Maybe I'll go back. And then he waited. And then does he still do a podcast? Because I actually haven't even checked that.
3: Me either. I should probably Yeah. Get onto that and see if he does. Because he was doing it with
2: Matt Coon, I think was the co-host. He was. Yeah, yes. listen to the first few episodes.
3: Big test.
2: Yeah, nice.
3: Yeah, nice.
2: I like your test.
3: I like your test. I like your testicles. <laughs> I'll
2: take the test. I'll take it.
3: Give, this is a test. Well, What is it? It's, oh shit!
2: There's TNA battling here.
3: Yeah, because well, then they have a falling out this time, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, they're just been the shit out of each other.
2: Well, they were a team as in December, because we covered one of their raw yeah. matches and they just split up. But yeah, what that's right. that Regal throw out there was was planting the seed for Tess to defeat Regal to become European champion.
0: That's
3: right.
2: Hmm.
3: Yeah, there it is there. There's the Regal. Jeez. Player. And the look at you bloody bastard.
2: What did I see on Twitter? Someone put it, it was a, on a, a channel. It was a uh, William Regal slash Stephen Regal slash Lord Regal reaction threads. And it's him of yes. just doing all different emotions from like disgust the- to anger to I don't. I loved that. it. I should try and find it. It was so good.
3: I, I saw there for a brief while. I don't think it was like two or three days. People were just posting up pictures of William Regal for some reason. Hmm. And it was always just the, the look or... That time when he was in, you know, in um, WCW, when he was with uh, Bill Dundee and doing stuff with him, and just like, look at that bloody peasant over there in the crowd! Oh, disgusting!
0: <laughs> you know, yuck!
2: Don't it was, it was when he would come to the ring, he would stop, look around, and go. The mouth would move. It's like yuck! I don't want yeah, to be here. I
3: can ta- I can actually taste the yuck. <laughs> disgusting.
2: Oh, he was good. I've always liked Regal. Good character. Same,
3: same. I love his shoot interviews. He mm. always shot from the hip and they're always so good.
2: Yeah. And he's honest too about his previous that's life, I mean. the things he did wrong and yes. right, So. Oh, oh shit. Oh shit. Here he comes. It's the big show. And he literally looks Look like the, him. he's the biggest show. Like he's never been this big before. He's back
3: too. That's right. This is when uh, he's making his return after That's right, cuz he came back different looking here.
2: Yeah. Well, he, he He's was got... in Storyline. I think he was taken out by Shane, wasn't he, with a cinder block? Yes. In like mm-hmm.
3: May of 2000, Holy I Holy so. shit. Get out. Nah. He came back with piercings. He came back with tattoos. He's just... Look at this, man. A different look. he
2: goes. Holy shit. Sold that
3: well. That's a hard club he just mm. gave there to Bradshaw.
2: Look at the airtime. <sighs>
3: And Bragg Shaw's a big dude, too.
2: Look at Val. I'll have a crack now. No.
3: He's like a man playing with children. Just lifting it. Oh, God. Look at this. you next. Oh. Look at the height. The camera
2: Bump. flash, too, adds to it. It's awesome. Yes.
3: Yeah, so these b- two. He's
2: so big. Look at him there, though. What, you are getting what, nearly 550?
3: Big time. Uh, big time.
2: Oh. It's a splat.
3: And these two had a program at the last year, mm, the final uh, 2000. two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the rock's feet touch the mat. That's what happened. Look at this boom. See, and that's how you do it. Beautiful.
2: And see what that. The... What do you think too? Is it like it still makes him look powerful? It still makes oh, yeah. him look strong. He's back everyone... now, but like, wow. Like, he it didn't he just he didn't get everybody. Pinned. He... Yeah, it's not like yes. he got pinned and he lost. He That's still right. looks strong in it.
3: Yeah. He killed everybody in the ring. Oh, shit. And this is going to make him. You big bastard, stop it. <sighs> We've got a bit of crash heli action coming down to the ring. Oh, God. Ta- See, this is, is almost
2: what, like, someone like an Omos, like they should have done with him, is like come in, oh make God. an impact, and then like level a veteran and then yeah. leave.
3: Yeah, yeah, and then later on do a program with one of them, yeah. and then you know, look at this, this is fantastic right here. Yeet, Jesus, big splatter Rooney.
2: There's McFoley guy.
3: Yeah, there's uh.
2: And Kane's still in there. Look at Kane still fighting everybody. And they're off. beating the
3: shit out of him there, uh. too. <laughs> you're a bit,
2: you're, you're Are tangled. you okay?
3: <laughs> you're going to be tangled there. Shit. Takes the crown, puts the crown in his head, gives him superpowers, goes back into the ring, kicks the <laughs> shit out of everybody. Yep. Oh, shit. Yep. I'm not on Drunk Skies, I promise. <laughs> Kick his ass! Listen to Brad Bradshaw barking with.
1: <laughs> kick his ass, she bash.
3: <laughs> oh, he just got kicked. Oh, he oh. kick Crash. Jeez. Crash just got kicked in the gut and the dick and everywhere else. Well,
2: that was awesome.
3: Yeah. Splat.
2: But you think that was probably less than two minutes. That big show. Yeah. In, the entrance, the destruction, the choke slams, the elimination, then he's elimination, and then the choke slam again. It's like, okay, that's how you do it. Get in, get out, that's how make you an do impact. It. Yeah. They're doing everything
3: least... in their power.
2: Mm. I think we're at least in the 20s now. Oh, a, oh, the here we go.
3: Big Brother is here, and he is the Undertaker.
2: This is what I sometimes think. If I ever get into a gang fight, you would rock up on a bike like this and come and save me as well.
3: I would. Yeah, like Fred, Durst, Fred Durst playing in the playground, uh, in the background. In the playground. What the
2: fuck? <laughs> I'm like, who's bashing me
3: out? <laughs> Who the fuck's here? Alan rocks vroom, vroom. up. Uh, I rock up and have the same problem as Hulk Hogan had with The Undertaker's <laughs> bike. Just I can't turn it on. Chugging up.
2: Sorry, I'll be there in a sec, Tom.
3: I love this. Look, they both look at each other. Let's throw them some bitches out. One. Another one for... Oh, God. Oh, God. Another one. It grabs him by the tie. And the reason why this is so
2: cool is because we actually hadn't seen them work together in almost three years. Yeah. Because most of 99, they were feuding with each other. 2,000, right. Kane and him were really on opposite sides. And now we actually get to see, are we going to get a hearty face off? Or what have we yep. actually got here? Are the Brothers of Destruction back together again?
3: That tattoo on um, Tager's neck as well there too.
2: Oh yes, the Sarah tattoo.
3: Yeah, that's not it. it got that lasered off pretty quickly, you did. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Looking ginger ass to it this time.
3: Ginger, yep. My yard, my foot, your ass. Sounds sexual, Peter. Sounds very sexual. (laughs) Hey, Peter. Oh, God.
2: Oh, God. Uh,
3: Yeah, you just turn around and go back.
2: (laughs) You just climb in. You don't need to go down. You just climb in really quick, jump back out, just leap.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. There's no need. There's no need for you to get in the ring straight away, Mr. Scott Taylor. You yeah. don't need to do it.
2: This is very similar isn't it to the uh Stone Cold Triple H Hurricane spot yes. that they did a few years later. Yeah. I, I do love when they do stuff later, to... I think.
3: Yeah. Oh god. Dink, dink. Oh here yeah, we just go. mercifully, please, guys. Come on. Boot I think yeah. Kane was meant to and do a boot. And day. how
2: Easy that boot was by <laughs> taking just one leg up, bang!
3: Just one leg up, <laughs> one arm slam. He says, "Oh
2: God!" And Scotty actually wrestled in uh, AEW recently too, huh? And he actually came out to the music, yeah. God Lord,
3: the um, banging that, banging that, that yeah. type of song. Did he legit? Yeah, he's the
2: world. Champ- he he's, the, he's the world champion now. Did you see that? Who is? Scotty. He won Sc- the bat on Collision. He
3: he, he beat, beat Samoa Joe for the title. He, he did the worm yeah, you're a bug, and pinned him. Yeah, you're, a, he pinned, you're an idiot. You're a f- <laughs> fuck you. What? Here's the thing, so if, if who did he wrestle?
2: If that was true <laughs> and he did beat Joe <laughs> with the worm, yeah. what do you reckon?
3: I'm, le- I'm leaving wrestling. <laughs> I'm done with wrestling. I This shirt, that shirt, the things that we're watching. This show ends. Oh, I, I am done with wrestling I'd say all my son's figurines all his toys Jesus Christ look at that crowd
2: up on their feet
3: and he's swearing too
2: come on motherfuckers
3: no vest though nah he's just come in watch out from behind oh where he comes these two yeah
2: it always makes me think like I always wish we could have got this at Mania. I think they had a calibre to make this a Mania main event. It was there. Yeah. The seeds were there. They just never did yeah. it. I they just, just never wish did once it. that we ever got Hunter and Stone Cold at a WrestleMania.
3: Yep. Just, yeah, five of those people right there that we've seen on our screens, You know, they've done so much for the biz.
2: Mm. Well, that's our entire childhood. Like, we watched these guys in 98, 99, what, I still remember, like, the opening time, like, watching Rock and Stone Cold over the IC title. Like, not the world title, we're talking the IC title, like, back in 97, 98, before the Rock ended up doing the whole corporation thing. Yep. And why is Triple H doing this attack, Al?
3: Didn't he cost him... Now, I can't remember. Was it something to do losing the title or... So earlier in the night, it was Mm -hmm.
2: Kurt Angle defending the WWF Championship against Triple H. Yep. And just when he was going to go and win it, uh, Stone Cold came out and stunned him and actually helped Kurt win. And that's coming from a few months ago when, I think it was like the first or second roar of that year, Stone Cold took on Kurt for the world title and yep. Triple H returned, and that was his return from a couple of months off, and he screwed Stone Cold out of the championship okay. against Kurt. So it was like shot for shot. shot this, for shot. But this would eventually lead to their um three stages of hell. Threes. Yeah. yeah, three
3: stages of hell.
2: But No Way Out, 2001, one of my favorite matches of all time that I would love to do as a companion.
3: Definitely. Hmm. And we've got the one Billy Gunn. Yeah. Um in the ring, another man in twenty twenty four, still going today, mm-hmm. and a current uh, champion isn't he?
2: Yeah, so he's the AEW World Trios Tag Team Champion.
3: Trios, yep.
2: And he made a new faction too.
3: Yeah, he made it with these. Uh, what was it the Scissor, Golden Scissors, or Scissor Boys or Scissor <laughs> Club?
2: <laughs> I think it's the bang bang scissor gang or something, it. isn't it. Is it's the bang like bang that? scissor Gang. Whatever yeah, bang, it is, bang, whatever scissor. it is, I'm not watching it now. Um, so. Oh, you've
3: given you've given AEW the slip, have you?
2: Not the AEW, just that faction. Mm. I don't like this faction. So. Is,
3: this, is, it, is it scary? Is it? Does it intimidate you?
2: No, I just don't want to watch this.
3: I don't want to watch someone go bang bang scissor scissor.
2: No, I think Was what it's it eventually leading to is because uh, Jay White's team are the Ring of Honor six-man tag champs, and I think they're going to do mm-hmm. trios versus six-man at an eventual like unification
3: storyline. That means, oh, here we go, bit of funky donkey music. Is that yeah. cool?
2: Yep. Now I remember watching this with you going, "What the hell, that's Ming." Yeah,
3: what's <laughs> that's Ming doing on WCW? <laughs> We <laughs> we saw him just on Nitro the other week, didn't we? Yeah. Beating up Norman Smiley in a hardcore match or something.
2: Got Brian Nobbs and Fit Finlay. That's right, yeah.
3: yeah. The WCW Hardcore oh. Title. Yeah. Oh, he's stripping. Shit. Someone get that man a towel.
2: What what number you reckon we're up to? I reckon we're at least late twenties now, because I can I know Rikishi had thirty. I'm just trying to think who's left, because I think we're kind of down to the final, what, six or seven here.
3: You know well, I, that, that's the thing, is I don't know, but I'm having fun just watching mm. it, because, you know.
2: And I know this would lead to a feud, because I know Kishi and Haku would take on these guys in a tag team first blood match. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I think it was um, SmackDown Extreme on February 1st, 2001, because the main event of that was a triple threat. It was Hunter, Rock, and Kurt for the title, but also the Dudleys took on the Hardys in a tag team tables matchup, and you want to watch a brutal match. That's like 10 minutes, and it's just chair spots, chair spots, and then Bubba does the Bubba device from the uh, staging through two tables to Jeff.
3: So Haku is number 29, so we know who number 30 is, though.
2: Oh, wow. So this is the end. Oh, okay.
3: And King and JR are going off at each other about how Austin's not going to be able to make it into the actual ring.
2: See, like, it's almost like Hunter could have taken his spot if he wanted to now. Like, that was kind of how they would have probably booked it today is they take his spot or try and run in and do it, but
3: no. I did. for the rock, I did it for the people. I did it for the usos. He's the real interested. head of the.
2: He's the real head of the table, right? He is
3: the real head of the table, Keish. Mm. Damn right he is. I'm a bad man. did I run you over? Oh my God! Look at him. He's yeah, like something yeah, out of a goddamn Mortal Combat movie.
2: Just leaking out.
3: Oh, God Damn.
2: Here's the thing about Kishi? Did you like heel Kishi? Were you a fan of the dancing Kishi?
3: Um, I don't like him as a heel. Mm. Um, I liked him dancing. I liked it when he just came out and kicked ass and had a bit of fun. You know, funniest thing he ever did was with Booker T and he rubbed his face, he rubbed his ass in his face, and then Booker T th- threw up on uh, Michael Cole.
2: Yeah. Oh. When he's in the bathroom or something Fuck. before their match and comes out of the stall and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then
3: they ended up having a match and then he hits the stink face on him. And then Booker T goes over to the commentary table and then mm-hmm. pretends to vomit and then just flings it at everybody in the front row. And it Michael was the, way, his it mouth was the way
2: Booker sold it too. Like the camera angle oh. of him leaning right back up like that.
3: <laughs> and look at him. I can smell it. I can smell that ass. Oh,
2: oh shit. Book slam. Cool. Very nice.
3: You want to. Kill you back there.
2: I was gonna say not as bad as the previous month being thrown off the hell of the cell, but um yeah.
3: Exactly, yes. Mm.
2: So you think these final oh. seven people, four of them were in the hell in the cell the previous month? That's right. Like Austin, Kishi, Taken and Rock.
3: Um yeah, that's right. Mm. And the only person still active today? Is oh look at that! I love that he headbutts. In case you never do that.
2: Boom! Never
3: headbutter a Samoan. Look at this! Taker's out. Super kick. Very cool. Oh so
2: beautiful. And I did see a rumor that uh Taker is meant to be possibly appearing at this year's Royal Rumble. Album. Is he? Yeah. There's a rumor going online about that. So,
3: what going into the ring, or is he just gonna
2: being in the match? Possibly. Really? Yeah, possibly against Hulk Hogan, and they're going to be one and two. So, there. Yeah. We're going to get uh, Survivor Series 1990
3: again. Wait, you want, me you want to leave the show? Do you want You just you keep talking this garbage. I'm going to leave the show. <laughs>
2: Did you see what Hogan Get. said, though? Did you see the promo?
3: Uh, no. No. Anything that... Ho- I mean, I love Hogan stuff. I used to love Hogan, but no.
2: Oh, oh, This is
3: brutal. Watch the
2: elimination. Watch how he falls from the height, too. Here we go. Ah, Jesus.
3: This is landing on his soft ass. He'll be all right.
2: They were promoting the rumble, and Hogan is in this promo, says, who knows? Maybe this guy's got one more left in him. And just all over social media, people are like, no, no, just like, hell no, just hating against it. Like, it's at least 99% no to, like, 1% yes wanting it to happen.
3: You want to watch people uh, uproar. That's yeah. how you do it. You do it. You do it. You just, oh, there goes the one Billy gun.
2: I do love the famous uh, to of the flip-off that he did. That was pretty funny. Yes. Yeah. Here we go. Watch this. Here's the tease. Love the camera angles. Kane moves out of the way, Rock gets into position and we get the face off, which really started in yes. the Hell in the Cell last month when they bumped into each other and they had a good scuffle. Yes. And here we are on the road to Mania here's the, the face off right
3: now. Look at this. And the blue eyes of Austin through the blood.
2: And I think this is going to be what Punk and Cody. I think we're going to this is going to be them on Sunday. We're going to have them across the ring. We're going to get this moment of uh, Cody versus uh Punk in the Rumble. The awesome.
3: Vapors, the Vapors. Mm. I do declare. And that's Cody right there, bleeding, pissing yeah. out blood.
2: See, I, I would actually go the other way. I would say it'll be Punk Bleeding. I think it would be the veteran struggling yeah. to get through the match. Yeah. Imagine if they're both busted. That would be a good moment. Like They're both, both battle-torn in this matchup, and here we are, down to us. One and two.
3: Mm. And they come down to... And you've got someone like um, Gunter. Yeah. Because he's he's talked about how he wants to win this Rumble. So he's the cane. And we got, you know, see... Oh, oh, I love it, man. Stunner. That's a T, yeah, yeah. Watched that's an interview a to with Austin, right too,
2: about that. They talked about how he said, they said, oh, Stone Cold, who do you think took your stunner the best? Who were some of your favourites? And he said, well... Scott Hall was one of them, how he took it. He Mm -hmm. said, but the way the rock personalized it. You know, if you go back and watch the ninety seven version, he just took a stunner. But each time he took it, he added a bit of a flip. He added a bit of a spin. And then you go to the 17 one where he just like just flaps around like a fish all over the ring, but it just looks so great.
3: Oh jeez, that's for Crash Holly, you son bitch.
2: what number was kane was he at what least 11 or something or maybe less than that when he came out no he was early kane he was, was probably number 6 like 6 kane was and he's six. still going
3: wow the rock bottom someone get that man a damn towel nice face thank you
2: yes if this was current day it would be stop the match and get the gloves on and the bandages yeah. and yeah Oh shit! Oh, middle rope.
3: Through the middle rope, and the crowd cheers too. like, oh my god, Kane's being eliminated.
2: Yeah, it's like we're going to get Rock Austin the final two, and it's like, no, no, oh, no. Oh my god! Which actually was the end of uh some was it Royal Rumble '98? Was these two when I'm um, Stone Cold one? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yep. That was interesting that episode. That's the one where you, uh, a couple of days later you got COVID. And uh, you could tell during that kind of show, bad. you kept coughing. Because I, I remember I had to edit <laughs> so many coughs out of that show post treatment. Yes. This was before YouTube, and I'm like, "Did this, this fella's coughing a lot in this in this yeah. actual show?" And you got COVID like a day later.
3: That was not a good time. That yeah. all those, I do not wish upon that any any time in the future. Yeah,
2: you were gone for a while. I remember I didn't talk to you. I had so many unanswered WhatsApp chats from you. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Rock is out. There goes the rock. And that would be, I think it was 11 or 12 eliminations for Kane now. Like, that's his final yeah. one, but at least 11 he got in that match. It's crazy.
3: Yeah, it says here on the... Um... Kane eliminated 11 men, breaking the record for the most wrestlers eliminated in a single Royal Rumble. The record was previously held by Hulk Hogan in 89 and Stone Cold Steve Austin in 1997, who both scored 10 eliminations. Wow.
2: And then Roman, I think, went and beat it by doing 12, I think, in 2015. Oh, did he? Okay. And that became the new record, I think, so... Have a look. That's a great showing, though. Like Kane did really well, and for the oh, story yeah. that they're telling, I think he's the one that is perfect for telling this Austin story. Big <sighs> Tom. Loves those low blows. This... oh, the humanity. <laughs> That's almost like what he was shouting there under the mask as he yeah, falls down.
3: Oh yeah, also too, 2015 is also classed as um, Curtis Axel originally won that rumble because he was never eliminated.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah. that was that whole Curtis uh, Axel mania they were trying to push. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Curtis Axel was the sixth entrant, but was attacked by Eric Rowan. That's right. Before entering the ring and was unable to compete. So Mm. by default, Mr. Perfect Jr. Here we go. we got Chairs. Jesus Christ! Oh,
2: was that a groin or a
3: gut shot? Ah, oh, who knows with Austin? Uh, he roar the strain. Love the stun. What's the cell? <clears throat> oh. and the light, the flash bulbs. Everyone cheering. It's so cool.
2: But see, that's what I always loved about Kane and Taker, is that they had that real Michael Myers-Jason thing where they're literally prone. They're not moving their hands. They sit, And then the sit-up. Like yeah. It's that real horror movie thing of you think mm. the killer's gone. Oh, he's not moving. He's dead. And then the sit-up. And you're like, oh, shit, here he comes. Makes you just get yeah, i ready.
3: What's this chair shot? No,
2: <sighs> no protection. There's one. Two. Jesus Christ. Three. He's hanging on. Off the ropes. Boom. Terrific. What a match, man. Awesome. This is, again, I would probably say this is probably my favorite. I agree with you. Yeah. It had everything. Had some comedy. Had some hardcore. Tell some great stories. Great matchup.
3: And then watching this through the eyes of a person 23 years ago. I was a completely different person back then of 23 years. Mm. And then watching this now as an older fart, just go, God damn, this is fun.
2: Hmm. And to think, was it last year? Didn't he come back last year and wrestle in a matchup as well? Was it last year or the year before? That's right, yeah. Yeah. KO. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So good. That's our third chair shot. And then, out.
2: And this would mark, what is it, the third Rumble win for Stone Cold, eh?
3: Yes, it was.
2: Yeah. Well, not, technically ninety-seven, he was eliminated, but then he came back in and threw out Bret Hart. Yes,
3: he did cheat. Yeah. Yes,
2: and guys, I Got will say beers. my favorite episode that we've ever done on this podcast would be mm-hmm. WrestleMania seventeen. You know, we yes. covered that in person, live in my my old studio a number of years yes. ago, and that's uh, yeah, my favorite wrestling companion, favorite pay per view. WrestleMania 17, Austin versus Rock. Such a great card. Non-stop action from that whole pay-per-view. TLC, Take a Hunter. Just an awesome card. Big time. Mm. No, very good pick, Al. Great choice. Yes. Just JR's voice. He's lost lost his voice, I think. It's
3: just... That's youth right there. That's when people think, you know, who was your voice of you know, when you watch wrestling as a young person? You know, who were the two voices that you heard? And you know, it was Jerry Lawyer and good old JR. Jim Ross. You know, it mm. was just and here in Austin, you know, you know, it's right you know, Roy Rumble three sixteen, Austin, Austin. It was just goosebumps. Mm. All and it's that there. story, you know, cool. coming
2: back from getting hit by the car. And you know, then coming back mm-hmm. at no mercy, taken on Kishi. Is Austin fully back? And mm-hmm. then just this non-stop feud. You know the Hunter feud at Survivor Series. He didn't get the title at what Armageddon. He didn't get the title against Kurt. He wins this one and then goes on to beat Rock and do the heel turn that we didn't see coming. And I don't nope. even think the wrestling world saw coming. And yep. they tried to hold on to it. And then he eventually what turned face what towards the end of the year and would just kind of forget that he was with Vince for a while. and But I actually liked the invasion, Stone Cold. Mm. You know, it was a bit different. He had more personality. He was actually okay. acting quite heelish, which was cool to see that, like using the belt to try and get out of matches, trying to get himself DQ'd, where the Austin of the day would never do anything like nah. that. But any closing comments out before we finish up?
3: No, just to reiterate what you just said there, man, uh, this is a downright right classic um, from our youth uh ute and uh just very cool to go back and watch this one particular match uh, I hope everyone else enjoyed it. I know uh quite a lot of our people listeners maybe the same age as us and maybe got into wrestling a little bit later or maybe a little bit earlier, but this is a personal favour as i as I said before, but yeah i I am actually looking quite looking forward to the rumble in the next couple of days. Um, They haven't pushed anything down our throats about like, this person's returning. Who could this be? Um, It's just on their exes. It's just like a couple of the big name superstars, especially during the women's match and the Mm. men's match. And they've given us nothing else, which I always enjoy because nothing is better. Nothing. We don't need all of this Mm. stuff because, again, we could be seeing some big returns, we could be seeing some long. This could be a rumble that will go for a while, but I'm just looking forward to it because there's some characters in this rumble. I'm actually looking at the actual poster for it now, and it's like, wow, this this could be a very interesting rumble. We could be seeing some different winners here or mm. different programs, which is fun.
2: It's very exciting, like to think yes. that you know. Usually, it's like people are battling just to get in, like the raw or SmackDown will be full of like qualification matches. So then you know, who's going into it. Like you Mm -hmm. don't even know who 30 is where usually in the years they battle for that 30 spot. There's like a battle Royal to determine 30 or some type of match. And we might cut to a couple of promos. And then before we finish up, we might do a bit of a chat about maybe predictions. Who do you think for the men's and women's? And then we might do some uh, other things before we finish up. But guys, we want to give a shout out to two great wrestling podcast. Check these guys out.
0: The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage of everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15pm Eastern after Dynamite to chat along with the show. If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will
2: find you.
0: Interruption in progress. Now hijacking into ANS 2.0 immersion rig. Now simulating the amazing nerd show. Featuring comics. (laughs) And Batman's like, you're safe here and everything, but the Joker all of a sudden pulls out a gun. And shoots himself. Movies. People fight with lightsabers. What the hell do you want? I mean, you're every. I mean, in every one of these movies, there's a lightsaber battle. Yeah, no problem. I'm, I'm gonna rewatch it a million times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> give me something more. Wrestling. That would be awesome. Oh my god, just a monster. <laughs> Fans would be like, holy, what the hell's going on? What happened to Jericho? Horror. It starts off like any other like home invasion type of story, and then. It just goes crazy. And more. Hey, this is Christian. Hey, this is Dan. And we are The Amazing Nerd Show. Make sure to download us on all your favorite podcast platforms. Well, guys, you know what
2: time it is. Alan's left the room. So I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates so rogue energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance and if you check out rogueenergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout you will get 10 percent off products next one i want to talk about is luxi so luxi can enhance your performance with the analog grips these grips can be used on your playstation your xbox and your nintendo switch and if you visit luxi.com and use the promo code row 247 that's bro247 you get a total of 15% off products up next is triumph chairs so triumph chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance visit triumphchairs.com and use the promo code bro247 on checkout to get 10% off products up next is clinch gaming Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation, and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee developed coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers, creative developers, and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee. And lucky last is VictoriousEyewear.com. So Victorious Eyewear developed blue light blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused. Visiting uh, VictoriousEyewear.com and use the promo code ro 247 at checkout gets you 10% off. So again, shout out there to Victorious Eyewear, Player One Coffee, Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxie.com, and Rogue Energy. All right, guys, we are back once again. Please go out there and support those podcasts that you guys have actually checked out. Again, if you have a promo, send us a DM, also on Instagram or on Twitter, or email us at broadcast2 at gmail.com. Always happy to promote fellow podcasters in the world of sports and entertainment. Alan, Rumble's going down, what, tomorrow, actually, for us in Australia. Who is your pick for the women's Royal Rumble matchup? Bailey. Same, <laughs> Bailey. Yeah,
3: Bailey. All day, she will try to make our damage control better again, and I hope she does because there's that lingering that's overshadowing her, and it's just that feeling that Oscar and Kirisane and Urosky are going to kick her out, mm. and I think Dakota will still wants her there, but I want I would love to see. Uh, Bales get the win, It'd and she would
2: be the only one left of what the four horsewomen to really not have to win that big rumble matchup. I don't know if Sasha won one, but I think she may have, but she's the one that hasn't. Yeah. From Charlotte to Becky Lynch, and I think it was her time. I've been probably waiting for a Bailey rumble win in quite yes. some time. um My other choice is someone that I think's returning. I mm-hmm. think if she was going to go to AEW. It may have already happened. And I think that ship has kind of sailed. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about Sasha Banks. I think she would be an exciting return into this matchup. Another name that I'm hearing that's maybe not going to win it, but will be her big show to make a big opportunity is Jay Jade, Jade Cargill. You know, she's been promoted. Well, you haven't seen her in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Do you put her in the Rumble, let her work some spots, let her stay in there for quite a while, not win it? be a pretty big impact if she does win it you know to push her right into the the title front system there but i'm gonna go agree with you i'm gonna go bailey but what do you think about sasha or possibly jade as well
3: i don't really want sasha to return to the ring anytime soon Uh, i love her work but um there's still that yucky aftertaste of how she and naomi left together Mm. and then they were like, Oh great, we're sticking up WWE's backside. And then all of a sudden Sasha's got the one who's got the cred and everyone's like, Oh, we'll take you anytime. She went over to Stardom and Japan and they wanted to do something with her. Well, what about Trinity? What about her? What did she get? Hmm. She got shafted. I mean, hey don't get me wrong, she she did go to Impact and they did some she did do some great programming there. But you know, Sasha got that. Uh, she got that name cred, mm. and I think Trinity was probably, hopefully, you know, thinking that she was going to get some more, and she didn't. So, um, yeah. But Jake, I would love to see her come to bring her out. She could be maybe what number twenty four. Mm. It's down to her and Bailey, and Bailey gets the W,
2: mm.
3: and she you know, and she. Potentially might go after Rhea, because Rhea, I don't know if you people have been watching a little Easter eggs every now and again, that Bailey just recently, I think it was on SmackDown, she had the R plus D tattoo on oh, okay. her eye. I didn't see
2: that. Nice. Because mm.
3: mm-hmm. there is little bits of programs that is seeing her and uh, Rhea sort of like seeing each other's like, okay, we have a mutual... Agreement here. We have a respect for each other. Uh, you know, don't kick my ass. I know you could, mm. but yeah, that could be you know, look out, Rhea. I'm coming after your title. So
2: it's funny because that's yeah. what, like the storylines that I see playing out would be the the breakdown of damage control and do Sky versus Bailey. And then Mm -hmm. the other story could be Rhea versus Becky because that's something they're also teasing Mm -hmm. because they had that Mm -hmm. face-off there on Raw a few weeks ago. They'd name-drop WrestleMania. So there's two potentials there. But I don't see Becky um, winning. I think she's done it before. But then it makes you think about Elimination Chamber. You know, is Rhea, she's going to be there in Australia for it. Is she going to be wrestling in the chamber with her belt or is she going to be observing a women's chamber to determine who faces her because usually it's pretty quick after Mania or after Rumble for the person to declare the champion they're going after. Yep. So I think if Bailey wins she would choose Io there's that program set and then Chamber would be like a last time for people to qualify to get the Rhea match and that's maybe how you do the Becky you know versus Rhea story going forward there. Um, Men's matchup what are you thinking for the men's?
3: It's a it's a hard one, um, but I think Punk. I think it's going to come down to Punk and Cody, and as I said before, Gunter is going to get involved somehow as well too. Um, I'd love to see Punk get the win, mm. but I also would like to see Gunter like be the Marathon Man again because mm. he did I actually went back and watched that Rumble from last year. And that he is just the marathon man. He comes in number one and just stays the end. Mm. Like the man's, the physicality. Like he's a, again, when we remember Walter from NXT days, he was a big dude. Mm. But the Gunter of now was just like, my God, dude, you were a, yeah, just a mountain of a man and he can go. He can mm. go, son. But, um, Yeah, I think it might come down to those three, but I I think what everyone's thinking that Punk is going to win it. What do you think?
2: I think the Gunther thing is interesting because I remember a couple of months ago he was interviewed and they said, where do you see yourself next year? And Mm -hmm. he says, winning the Royal Rumble and Mm -hmm. main eventing WrestleMania. And this is like a year ago that he was declaring, that's what I'm going to do. I think it would be cool to put Cody and Gunther as one and two the play yeah. on last year, them being one and 30. Cause I think Cody was 30 when he came out and yes, went he on was. to win it. I would love to see yes, them he did. do it. Yep. Um, I don't feel Cody is going to get it this year. I kind of feel like there's going to be a different program. I've seen many things online about maybe talking about Cody versus punk at mania, not even for a championship,
3: just, just the match, just, just
2: booking those two to do that program, you know, to actually have that storyline. Uh, I think, you know, I'll put a joke in. I think Scotty Too Hottie might come back. He was on AEW. He could maybe come back. I see him being number two. He chucks out where's, Gunther first. Where's my then, camera? What? There what, we are there we what? are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, turn yep. your camera back on. And he just turned up his audio. So, all right. Alan has left the call. Um, I don't think he agrees with my Scotty Too Hottie Rumble 24 booking. So he's back. There he is. (laughs) No, I think all seriousness, I would love to see Punk do it. I think it's something that he's never done before. He's never won a Rumble and he's never main evented WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. But there's always surprises because, again, I think there's only like seven men or maybe 10, I think, have been actually announced. So there's going to be a huge bunch of surprises. Do we get some veterans coming back? Do we get some new talent? Do we get some NXT call ups occurring? I do Mm. feel there's going to be some great celebrity moments, bringing it back to celebrity. I think Mm. we're going to get a Logan Paul face off with someone that I've been wanting to see. And I'm talking about Bad Bunny. I think, in terms of like two mega celebrities, yeah, like do we get Bad Bunny? Yeah, can we get a Bad Bunny Logan Paul? And again, who did Logan Paul beat to become a United States champion? Rey Mysterio. Who yep. is Bad Bunny great friends with? Ray Mysterio. Do you plant the seed for a Mania forty? Logan Paul Bad Bunny, United States champion. So, totally, totally. Yeah. Like you got two that, that huge could... celebrities facing off yeah. for a WWE championship matchup at WrestleMania. So or do you get Ricochet and Paul? You know, do they recapture that last year's jumping clothesline story and mm-hmm, try and do mm-hmm. something? But yeah, there's many surprises. I think Brock might come back. I see Brock doing something in the match. I see Omos being there. I don't see Taker yep. or Hogan. I think it's just people, you know, talking about it. But talking. I think Punk would be great, and uh, yeah, and I think Punk will choose Seth, and I think we'll do uh, Punk versus Seth at Mania, and then mm-hmm. somehow I do, th- I still think we're going to get Cody Roman, but they're going to yep. have to put Cody in the chamber, and Cody yes. will earn his way through the chamber and then get that matchup. But yeah, any other comments there you have about? Mania, I oh, know. Uh, Royal Rumble 2024.
3: Well, you just saying there, you know, maybe the first match of the night's Logan Paul and Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens gets the W, and then next minute, you know, Logan Paul goes into that, you know, Rumble, and tries to you know, get that W, and then again next minute there's an interaction between two celebrities mm. of uh, Bad Bunny mm. and uh, Logan Paul. Man, yeah. that'd be fucking sweet to watch. Yeah. Totally spaced on it, yeah. Because
2: you but, can even imagine them in a one-on-one matchup. Like they're both really yes. good. Like they've been trained they well. They would actually pull on a pretty good matchup.
3: Give do that so, mania. There, yeah. people there'd be eyes, and not just the wrestling people. There would be other people out there, like the social medias and stuff like that. Would be going, hang on, what two celebrities in a wrestling ring are actually going to wrestle? You know, one's an online influencer, one's a fantastic singer. What the heck is going on right now? Yeah. Um, is it going to be the main event, the men's Royal Rumble or the women's Royal Rumble? What do you think?
2: Um, I would say I think it will be women's first. Mm-hmm. I think then you'll probably do the United States, the mm-hmm. Fatal Four Way. They might mm-hmm. maybe put something else in there, I think as well. Um, and then I think mm-hmm. the men's will main event it. So I think the Rumbles will start and kick it off at okay. this time. So yeah, yep. that's my comments because on
3: that one. Because it takes me back to the um. The last match of that night mm. was, you know, <clears throat> Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, and the shot the, the chair shot that was heard across ah, the that's world. That's right. Yeah. Sammy. It was with Sammy Zayn and yeah. the end of Sammy's time in the bloodline and Jay and just the super kick and mm. the emotion of that night. and as soon as I still remember watching it with my son. And as soon as he was uh, hit Kevin and he, so he ripped Sammy's shirt off the, the Uzi shirt. Mm. And then there was a fuck you Roman chant. Mm. Fuck you Roman. Clap, 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 clap. And he looks around like, excuse me, who the fuck do you people think you are? It was just fantastic style how they did. It. Mm. And they they panned on it. And I remember watching it with my son. he's like, Dad, what are they saying? I said, "Do you really want to know?" And he goes, "Yeah." I said, "They're saying fuck you, Roman." He's like, "Oh, God, Dad, no!" I went, "Yeah, no." They're saying naughty <laughs> words. So again, it was funny to see you know, a little eight-year-old going oh, naughty words. But again, it was just it made me laugh. But it instantly took me back to that moment there where it was like it was just like holy shit, what? <laughs> and then you know Cody winning the first match of the night. You definitely knew that at Mania. We were going to see Cody v Roman, mm. so and this is before Seth had the title as well too. There was no world heavyweight title yet, so.
2: Mm. Well, yeah. I think guys, as we get closer to WrestleMania, we will be doing a TBK WrestleMania special. Same thing we did last year, where we pluck you know two matches, one from Alan, one from me, and as we get closer to April, we will be talking more about that in detail. And uh, Alan, any closing comments that you have? Shoutouts you want to give, anything coming up with your world, this is your chance to do that. <clears throat>
3: uh, just looking forward to the rumble that's happening coming up. Again, um, I am trying to... I said this before on many other shows, I'm going to try to get more online and do some more gaming. Um, I'm not going to make any promises. So, Soz. Um, I am trying to get myself set up on this screen thing too, so maybe I might even try to do some online um chats on we'll put up a youtube video and i'll see if you can try to get a reaction um i do like the cringe stuff so i'm going to try and see how i can work around that and have a bit of fun um yes you can find me on my socials that's ttv rosco bosco 84 uh down the bottom of this screen here alan Ross 84 tbk on x uh, it is a cesspool of a place, X, but again, it's, it can be a fun place sometimes, but not always. And yes, yet again, thank you to, for you, Tom. Yet again, for getting the show organized. And, uh, and I hope people enjoyed our previous episode. It was, I again, 15 minutes was enough for me to hear me crap on it. Um, but again, if you guys have not seen it yet, do go and see the Iron Claw movie. It is worth a watch. It is very emotional, um, but it's a excellent movie, hands down. Beautiful movie.
2: No, I agree. It was a great. I loved it. Like I would definitely recommend it, guys. As Alan said, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it, go and actually spend the money on it. And I hope it actually does get the recognition it deserves. Get some more awards and get some more biopics. I'd love to see some more of them actually come out in the future. In regards to our socials, guys, you can check us out on Twitter at The Brocast, that's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T, uh, and also on YouTube, which is our uh, broadcast Gaming and uh, podcast. But I want to talk a little bit about what game I've uh, just Ooh. finished, what, two hours ago, that's going to be going out very soon. It's a game that's quite current. Um, I've mm-hmm. been working my way through some Marvel games, and I thought, yep, I want to do this one. And I'm talking about Marvel Spider-Man number two, and it's got Craven, We've got Harry Osborn. You know, we've got a list of characters, and uh, I don't. The one that we're that I'm talking about, you know, is not isn't this one. We're not talking about the new one. We're not talking this one. I'm talking uh, the Amazing Spider-Man two guys. Uh, one of the worst. PlayStation 3 games that uh, came out. It was uh, the last game that Activision were able to do before the rights were taken off them and given to Insomniac to make the three of them that would eventually come out. And I just finished this game about an hour before we started, and it was a shit show. It was uh, glitchy, uh, really cringe acting by the person who did Peter Parker, And I hope you guys enjoy my story playthrough, which is actually dropping uh, next Wednesday. And it was just a... uh, Yeah, it's just... They lost it. And for a PS3 game, it's dated for its time, but I love the first one. I love that with the lizard as the villain. And it's like they took the things that were good from that and just didn't put them into this game. And uh, my son sat next to me as I was finishing, and he goes, what are you playing? I'm like, it's The Amazing Spider-Man 2. He goes... That sounds bad. Like, just that he would hearing all the little quips that Peter Parker was doing. And I'm like, who's writing this? Like, who wrote the script for this? Like, there's a quote where he's assaulting some villains and he says, I know I'm awesome, but I didn't know I was this awesome. and yeah, I'm just like, okay. I see you actually get beaten. Like I want, I'm going with Harry Osborne to beat you because I actually don't like yeah. you. So yeah, that'll be dropping next Wednesday, guys. I have some other gaming content that I'm going to be recording. Check out our cool. YouTube page if you enjoy No Commentary Gameplays. It's just me really playing games I never had a chance to, or they just went over my head, and in front of me now, I have a whole wall of uh, Xbox 360 games that I'm thinking about what I might even start after we're finished here tonight. But again, Alan, thank you for uh, all your support in all your retweets and, you know, being a strong member of this show. Again, it wouldn't be a show without you there, and it would be awkward if it was just me talking at your uh, at the camera for two hours. I don't think I could do that. And, uh, yeah, so once again, guys, check out all of our episodes. We're chasing up to, I think, nearly 180, I think, we're coming up to. So we'll be dropping some more shows in Feb tbk vault coming up pretty early on and then we'll get together in mid-feb which will be wrestling companion i think 105 so we're still pushing strong and Mm -hmm. as we say each and every episode good morning good afternoon good evening
3: all. good night Thanks for sticking around. Now we're going to go back and listen to a classic TBK moment. Funny story. Here we go.
2: Remember that? Remember the old
3: Playboy Mansion game? Yes. Mm. Oh <laughs> my god. Mm. Yes. Well, one day when I was living at home,
2: playing the game, Mum walked in. Well, our mother. Yeah. Oh, shit. And she goes, <laughs> Mum, <laughs> for early? some reason. I chose the the biggest chested woman to be my model for the Playboy game. And I'm doing the shots, and Mum walked on, got any dirty clothes? Comes in, and I'm like, oh. She goes, what's this? And I'm like, um, I don't know, uh, what is it? Like, I'm still, I had that big TV. Yeah, mine. I remember. She goes, what are you playing? And I'm like, oh, it's just, I'm just, I'm a photographer. And I just remember in that moment of saying, I'm a photographer, her face of just complete confusion. And of, then. Can wasn't he playing shooting games earlier and stuff like that? Now he's a
3: photographer. And then yeah. the music from Kirby Your Enthusiasm came yeah. on. Boom, boom, boom. <speaks in> <And> you're like. <laughs> boom. Yeah. She's got nice titties, mummy. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. th- that's clean. Yeah, just <laughs> that, don't, maybe don't touch me on this. <laughs> and she <just> shook
2: <laughs> And then walked out close to the door. She probably
3: went and got, that was on Xbox, wasn't it? Yeah, Xbox, yeah. I remember that game. Mm, awesome game. 嗯 mm. mm.